Hey, so in this episode, I want to chat a little bit about how you can use leadership energy to supersize your business. Today is day two of probably seven, where I am reading Cheryl Lightshoe's book on leadership energy and this incredibly great, amazing model she has about how energy and physical bioenergy in our bodies and in our lives impacts our leadership style. And I love what she does in each of the different types of energy that she's discussing. This is chapter two today. I connect. She gives an example of two different leaders and they're having a closed loop, so to speak, with respect to the type of energy that they're talking about and how that affects their leadership and takes them through an example of when they get feedback on that. One changes, one doesn't. One has success, one has failure. And so it's a really powerful way through story of sharing how this works in real life and how this would work in supersizing our businesses. I connect energy and I need my magnifying glass, of course, so I can connect vision to my energy. Is all about, I want to connect and share myself with others. So that's the energy of connection with other people. And it kind of crosses over with the I trust energy that we learned about yesterday on day one, chapter one, because that's all about um, your relationship with yourself and understanding yourself. I connect is a little bit more about self-care and that you have to take care of yourself before you can actually take care of other people. She said this type of energy can get blocked when you're between one and three years old. This I find fascinating because who knew that things that happened to us when we were so young, like before we're born to six months old for I trust energy and between the ages of one and three for I connect energy. I don't know about you, but I don't remember what happened between the ages of one and three. I had one sister, then two sisters between the ages of one and three. And, you know, I had busy parents and whatever else. I don't, but I don't really remember. I remember having a happy childhood, but obviously there were probably some connection issues because I connect energy shows up in these leadership competencies, interpersonal savvy, how you interact with other people, your ability to delegate and in your work-life balance. Now, I will admit that I have been guilty of not being particularly savvy sometimes with respect to interpersonal skills, not necessarily being able to delegate doing too much myself and having a total out of whack work-life balance. I still have an out of whack work-life balance um, and that's by choice, but maybe that's not the best choice. Maybe it's because my I connect energy residing behind my navel is not open. Oh my gosh. So what do you do about that? What do you do if you find that you're having a hard time delegating. What do you do if you find that you're having some interpersonal challenges? Um, one of the stories that she shares is a manager named Daniel who had gotten a promotion to a department head or you might be running your own business and four people left in three weeks. Four people from his department quit in three weeks and they gave feedback to HR in their exit interviews and you know some of the feedback was you know it's not any fun to work for this Daniel. It's not any um, fun. All he does is work. He works, you know, 70 to 80 hours a week and not all of us want to have that type of a work ethic. So it's really, I think the stories are really powerful and really helpful. And I know if I look back into running my Italian food business, oh my God, I was such a tyrant. I worked like 14 hours a day, seven days a week, a lot of the time. And I was frustrated and ornery and angry all the time. I, I never thought anybody worked as fast or as good as I did. I know I hate to say this. It's such a painful confession, but I was like terrible. And then I realized along the way, oh my gosh, I'm being terrible. I got into this business to have fun and enjoy my life. And I'm doing just the opposite. And so then I backed off and changed some things 
I hired different people, delegated, made a lot of changes in me. It's always about us. I know we don't want to admit it, but growing and supersizing our business, we are always either the driver or the the person putting on the brakes. And if we're not growing fast enough and becoming the leader we need to become to lead the organization we want to create, we become the bottleneck. So we don't want to be the bottleneck. So what are the actions and the exercises to combat this? Well, she shares a couple of cool things. She's got a two-part exercise for us. But before that, she shares um, some information in a um, from Christy Trihus's book, Life Beyond the Laundry. She states um, the importance of having me time. And so she says there's seven steps. Step one, write down what you do like to do. Create a list of me time. That becomes your me time menu. Step two, ask yourself, why am I not taking time for myself? And this is critical, not to be judgmental, but to identify what are the challenges that are going on in your life that are leading you to believe that you shouldn't take any time for yourself? Boy, did I have a lot of challenges in that area of my life prior to having a sudden cardiac arrest. You don't want to get to the point where you have a, a death experience or a near-death experience or health challenges or disease or illness because you're never taking any time for yourself. And then she says, for the next seven days, step three is to take 10 minutes of me time every single day, no matter what. 10 minutes. And then after the first seven days, go ahead and write down how did you feel about that. And you might have negative feelings or positive feelings about it, but how did you feel? Then you're going to step it up a notch. And for the next 23 days, you're going to actually take a minimum of 20 minutes a day of me time. Just time that you spend focusing on yourself. Maybe it's having fun. Maybe it's relaxing. And she gives some activities that um, would be good suggestions for this. Cheryl does. And then you're going to journal how you feel for those days. And then you're going to celebrate your success that you've actually taken time for yourself for 30 days. I wish I'd known about this and actually done this exercise back before I did have my sudden cardiac arrest. Because I think it would have speeded up my process and it might have prevented that from happening in my life. Maybe not. Maybe I was destined to have a sudden cardiac arrest. But maybe I could have prevented it if I'd known better. So some other suggestions, and I'm going to share these in a minute because she shares them in her action learning. I love that she calls it action learning. And you do things at the end of each chapter to reinforce and, and put this as practice in your life. And so the part one is to connect to yourself. Part two is to connect to others. So in part one, she says, do the me time thing that, I already forgot her name, that Christy talked about in her book and pick one of these activities. So from the list of supporting activities, long warm shower or bath, working on creative projects, bike riding along the river, afternoon naps, swimming, or massages. She says identify one of these activities that you can do every day for the next 30 days and then do it and then journal that you've done it and how you feel about it and how it impacts your life. And then after 30 days, revisit the list and say, okay, if I took a warm bath or warm shower every day and really focused on my body and how that made me feel instead of planning and organizing and thinking about all the millions of things you have to do, just taking that as quiet, relaxing, focused on your physical being time. Um, and do you want to continue that for the next 30 days? Or do you want to try something else to get in connection with yourself and to give yourself some more me time? And part two is connection with others. And to do this, she says, identify one relationship in your life and you're going to work on that relationship. You're going to ask yourself the following questions. Do I feel valued by this person? Why or why not? Do we support and encourage each other? Or is one of us doing more nurturing? Why or why not? And the third question, why does this, what does this say about me in this relationship? And she says, based on that, you're going to focus on, identify what you would like to do different and what you would like to do to, to fix that relationship or stop doing or start doing. Then 
focus on these changes for one month. Journal how you react throughout the month and how things happen with you. Then at the end of the month, re-ask yourself the same three questions. Do I feel valued by this person? Why or why not? Do we support each other? Or is one of us more nurturing? Why or why not? What does this say about me in the relationship? Then decide what you're going to do differently and do it. And then after you work on that relationship, choose another relationship in your life and do the exact same thing. That's it. Great exercise for today. This one didn't make me cry, but I think it's an awesome exercise and I definitely need to work on it. So go out, make it a fantastic day. Figure out how leadership energy can help you to be a better leader and supersize your business.